Okay, we have a special guest in the studio for today. Hello, everybody! Yikes. Welcome back, Ellie! Hello! I missed you last time. Yeah. It... yeah. May I sit down here? May I sit down, please? Yeah, go ahead. Sit right down. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Yeah, Dave was here, and uh, I had to go somewhere, so it's been a while since I've been down here. Yes, I know, and it is so good to see you. You look like you have grown. <laughs> you too. I think I have, in the belly. <laughs> Would you mind doing poor Baba a favor? What's your favor? Could you please turn on the lights for me? Sure. I have had a very, very difficult time reading in this light down here that you've got, or the lack thereof. Go please put the light on. What are you doing sitting there for me? I will take over the show now. Hello, everybody. How are you out there? Is this a microphone? Yes. Okay. You talk through that. Hey, okay. I have a very, very special announcement for you. For everybody. What's your announcement? Your good old friend Baba has his very own podcast. He d- does he now? Yes, I have done a spin-off show. <laughs> Very, very soon, in the next few days, you will be able to find Baba Goodish at his own category in the iTunes store. Very nice. Congratulations, Baba. Thank you very much. I am so very proud. And I must thank Chris for helping me set it up. You know what? Last time when I was here, Dave Jackson, that, that, I will reserve my comments about Mr. Jackson. He almost spoiled the surprise by telling everybody about Baba's book. Do you remember? Did you listen to the show? Yes. He told everybody, and I had to play dumb that I knew nothing about what he was talking about, but he was looking at a prototype of my book. The book was called Not Just for Baba Anymore. Oh, yes. It is a sequel to The Wisdom of Baba Ganesh. Did you know that you could go out on Amazon.com and find my first book? It is still in print. Wow. The Words and Wisdom of Baba Ganesh. You can go look for it right now, and it's still in print, and get that. So, my podcast is actually called The Worldview and Wisdom of Baba Ganesh. Not just for Baba anymore. Very nice. You've come a long way, Baba. Thank you. So, why am I here? Oh, yes, it is time for Baba News. (laughs) Of course. I have several stories for you today that you are going to like. The first story is called, well, it is about my favorite topic, elephant dung. You love that topic, don't you? Elephant dung is a source of livelihood for many, many people in India. Because it serves as a very effective mosquito repellent. Let me tell you a story about Munaya Devi. Let me try that again. Munia Devi and her son, Bola, look forward to the world-famous cattle fair that takes place here every year because they cannot afford to buy any animal that they have offered there. But they make a neat packet selling elephant dung. (laughs) Elephant dung is known as the poor man's mosquito repellent. When it is burnt, it gives out a pungent... Pungent? Is that how you say that? Uh, I think so. Yes. Pungent, pungent. I don't know how to. Pungent? No. No, it's pungent. Pung, pungent. <laughs> a very, very strong smoke that keeps mosquitoes away. Monia 
Is it Munia or Munaya? I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> Munia Devi, age 40 and Bola 12, spent hours, hours, I'm telling you very much hours, in the elephant market section of the kettle fair, collecting elephant dung, drying it, and then selling it. Each ball of elephant dung sells for anywhere between two rupees and four rupees. You know what a rupee is? No, I don't. Is it Indian money? Yes, it is. And it equates to about five to ten cents. So it's very, very inexpensive to buy a ball of dung. Basically for, like, used as mosquito repellent? Absolutely. It is more profitable than working in a farm or elsewhere, Monia Devi told the TV station. Some days we earn more than a hundred rupees, which is like two dollars and twenty-five cents. That is a lot of money. Could you remember how much it takes to catch a monkey? How how much? You know, you get seven dollars after two days. So if you could get two dollars and twenty-five cents from a single day working at the farm, well, at 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 the at at, at the world market of the elephant dung, it is very very profitable. She does have competition, however. Elephant tongue has become a new source of livelihood for people like me, says another seller, Mukesh Rai. There is severe competition to collect it. A security security guard at the fair, held in this town about 35 kilometers from the state capital, said that elephant tongue is like selling hotcakes. Let me tell you, they are very warm. Oh my. Yes. Poor people, mostly from rural areas, are buying small balls of it. It is a very popular item. We are purchasing it as it is affordable and effective as a mosquito repellent, said a small farmer from Ragupur in Varasha district, one of the hundreds of people who had caught a ball. A butter ball. Elephant poop, huh? Did you know you can make 40 to 45 balls? out of a kilogram of dung. Seriously? Yes. Elephant dung is the cheapest available mosquito repellent without side effects. And they particularly like to use the repellent to save the cows from the mosquito menace, which becomes very bad in early winter. Mm. I bet you you know learn, you have learned more about elephant dung than you ever could before. Yeah, and I'm not sure that's a good thing. Are you ready to go on to the next story? Please. <laughs> the next story is a very, 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 very sad story. I'm so sorry I can't bring you more happy news like the last story. This one is about a man marrying his dog. That is sad. This is a true story, but that is actually not the sad part. That is the happy part Oh. about marrying the dog. But here is why. In southern India, a 33-year-old man has married a dog in a bid to ward off the curse of a canine couple that he had killed 15 years ago. He had, uh, this man named Selva Kumar, tied a mango sutra. Do you know what that is? That is, a no. gold, that is like a gold pendant that, uh, that you wear in the wedding. Like the bride wears a wedding. It's like this nice little gold thing with, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Oh. Um, so he tied this uh, mango sutra on the animal at the Ganesh temple about 50 kilometers from Mudure on Sunday. Get it? Yes. The 10-year-old, um, the te- it was a 10-year-old dog wearing a sari was brought to the temple in 
a grand bridal procession. After the function, the bride was feast with bread. Kumar, who had vowed to protect Selvi all through its life, said he married the animal as per the advice of an astrologer. I will take care of it till its death, he said. Now, of course, it's, only, it's already 10 years old, so I don't know how much longer the dog would live anyway. But it, he said he would take care of it until its death. According to him, he had clubbed... A, this is the very sad part, and I don't even want to read it, actually. Uh oh But I must tell everybody the story, I guess. According to him, he had clubbed to death a dog couple when they were mating and hung them on a tree when he was 18 years old. Oh, my. After that incident, he suffered a stroke. He could not move his left arm and his legs. And he turned deaf, Kumar said. So he's thinking he's under a curse now. A canine curse. I am able to walk only with the help of a stick, he said. Kumar claimed that the astrologer had told him that he had the curse of dogs. After he, just by taking a simple look at him, he was able to tell he was cursed by the, this dog curse. The astrologer advised him that all of his problems would be solved once he did the penance of marrying the dog. That is bizarre. <laughs> yes, it was very bizarre. Any questions about that story? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Alright, my next story is about the elephant boy. He is now back in school. <laughs> this is kind of like the elephant man. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. We do. Yes, it is. Well, this is a very sad story. Apparently, there was this little boy who everybody referred to as the elephant boy, but no longer now. Ganesh, another Ganesh, age six, from India, was born with a grotesque, life-threatening facial deformity. The boy, named after Ganesha, the Indian god with a trunk-like nose, became news in India after his father wrote to the TV station asking him to profile the boy on TV. Reports in Indian newspapers said that Ganesh, stra his strange appearance caused him to be shunned by everybody. He had a few friends and some school denied him admission. But now thanks to an operation of more than 10 hours performed in India by a surgical team led by plastic surgeon Sanjeev Kaila, Ganesh has a new nose and he looks normal now that he has a new nose and eyes. Earlier doctors told Father Ganesh that he would lose his eyes and possibly his life if they operated. Oh, it is a great nose, a cute button nose, said Nurse Sheila Groombridge, who accompanied Kaila to southern India for the surgery at the NRI Academy of Sciences at... Well, I'll just, keep, I'll just end it right there. Oh, yes, gone is the mass of brain tissue, covered only by stretched muscle and skin that protruded from a hole between Ganesh's eyes like a short elephant trunk. The rare skull defect put the boy at risk of such potentially fatal brain diseases as meningitis. The health risk is gone, Ganesh is healthy, he looks normal, and he's back with his family and back at school. That's good. That ends with a happy ending. That's right. And finally, one last quick note about a man eating a snake and he lands in the hospital. Go figure. <laughs> Apparently there was a bet for 100 rupees for a laborer, a laborer to eat a snake. 
A dead snake that is. Now, think about that. A bet of a hundred rupees. That is two dollars and twenty-five cents if you remember from my last story. Do you remember that? Would you eat a dead snake for two dollars and twenty-five cents? No. Well, that was because he was under the influence of alcohol when he made this bet. And this landed him in the hospital. Ooh, age 35, severe, ate the snake. But halfway through his meal, he developed pain in his stomach. Anticipating the worst, he and his friend with whom he had entered into the bet was summoned to the emergency, summoned the emergency ambulance, and off he went. And apparently everything is okay. He is out of the hospital now. That is all I have today for my news. Okay, well, we always appreciate your visit. Thank you so very much. And I will see you again next week. Okay. Bye-bye.